0: OTB Rugby.
1: It was a case of it's going to be really difficult to beat this Gloucester team at home
2: here, uh, but we owe it to the fans and ourselves to get a performance. It was a very emotional kind of Friday night meeting.
0: Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
1: OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. All right, well, we're continuing the build up to the All Ireland Senior Football Championship, and I'm uh, Doing a little bit of a tour of Kerry, and it's landed me in Killarney this evening ahead of the All Ireland final this weekend with two men who are very well known to, I guess, people tuning into the radio in, in Kerry down in this county Ambrose O'Donovan, former Kerry footballer, and of course the broadcaster Tim Moynihan as well. Lads, how are things? Good evening, to Good Welcome to you. Kerry. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. The weather, uh, welcome to me as well, I have to say, this morning. Um, bit of excitement, I'd imagine, this week of all
2: weeks. It is. It is And the last couple of days, on particular, it's it kind of the, the atmosphere is, is is changing. People are looking forward to the match, and you know we're all picking our own teams. And we're all going looking at match ups and everything else. But yeah, a little bit of excitement. I thought there'd be more colour, mm. you know, particularly from this town. You no, know, I, I, there's a lot of flags not out or anything else like that. So, you know, but I suppose it will come from today on, I suppose. They will get excited. We're we're slow enough that way, I suppose, and being a tourist town or whatnot, it's it's busy at the moment. You've seen it yourself. So, yeah, I think from tonight on it will pick up now and we'll, we'll be talking about the match. The one thing I will say to you is that there is no train ticket to be had. Right. It's, they're all booked out solid. Buses are booked out as well. So there's a good crowd going up and a lot of people talking. Believe it or not, while we're all looking forward to the match, it's getting more and more expensive. And it is becoming a factor with Kerry supporters. And mm. people like saying, oh, there was a bad Kerry crowd up. It's not easy to have kind of money for it. Tickets are, we'll say, nearly 100 quid, 90 quid a spot. And I mean, you've got to get a train or if you're driving up or if you have a family with you. It's an expensive day out. It's the first time I've seen people talking about the expense you know, the expense factor. Mm. We all know love to see Dublin and Kerry. But it, it is becoming very, very expensive for families in particular to go to these matches.
1: Yeah, the hotels in Dublin in particular fairly scandalously priced you, you two lads are becoming uh, there's the, the phone going that, that's, so, that's someone, you know that is someone looking for tickets or else a train ticket I'd imagine it is. Oh, <laughs> the usual it's not uh, it's not Jack O'Connor ringing with a few tactics uh, you two lads have become a bit of a cult cult figures is that fair to say or definitely a, a a double act <laughs> in, in a good way now in broadcasting the Anton Deck of, of Kerry broadcasting and I mean that in a positive sense so, like how has this relationship on air blossomed
0: uh, blossom he, he just there. He's just he queued me nicely. He he said about money and the cost of it. I, you're always guaranteed uh, money if you, you're travelling with Amber So that's that that has helped the cause as well. And uh, any man smiling all the time. Look, it's it's gone on with a number of years now. Some great characters in and great uh, broadcasters and, and radio use uh, we and and Liam Higgins, mm. uh, great men. And uh, Ambrose, I think he, one of his first games he did was with the late great Liam Higgins. And following that, you'd Gary O'Sullivan in South Kerry, and Joe O'Connor was there as well. So we're very fortunate, I suppose. Uh, he mightn't say it, but we're, we're good old friends at the back of it. But uh, and uh, you know, down here, and we did a, an article for a paper, and they were saying, you know, we're very biased but I suppose when Kerry are playing. We can be, but I suppose we look at it. nothing is planned, I see you there, Shane, you've got more notes than uh, we normally carry along, and uh, normally I'm the guy setting up the, the sound equipment to, when we go on Crow Park on Sunday, and Ambrose will come in and say, where's the programme? So we take it away from there, but I, I suppose we look, look, Ambrose has played the game at the highest level, He former Kerry captain, of course, captain in, in 1984, and uh, I suppose we, we look at it nowadays as, as, as supporters, and uh, we'd... No better man, and the man here beside me. And if if Kerry are not playing in a certain way, uh, we can be very critical of him as well because there's an expectation there. But I suppose we treat everything. We kick every ball with him, Shane, and uh, that comes across in commentaries. And uh, no, the power of these cameras, even the one you have here today, it just sends things out. But uh, what you see here is what you get, and I suppose that 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 normally
1: works for us, you know. The problem with my notes is I can't read them, so I, I write them down, and then I can't understand what I've what I've written down. But look, we get there in the end. Um. I guess these weeks, Ambrose, bring up memories for yourself of, of All-Ireland build-ups, not least when it's, when it's Dublin as well. But um, 84 in particular, I mean, I think you must have been one of the youngest captains of, of an All-Ireland winning team, for sure, because you were only maybe 22, 22 in that panel. Yeah. That, that's mad, yeah. isn't it? Like That must have been... Um, well, I guess it's a quick way to grow
2: up fast, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, that's one way of putting it. Well, I, I was lucky enough that I was on the panel in 83... And, you know, we had been, I'd been a, a spectator and a supporter in 82 when we lost the five in a row. I was a sub in 83 when we were caught again with a last minute Tig Murphy goal above in Parky Kheev. And kind of that set the scene for me then in 84. And I remember having a meeting with, with Mikko very early in the time and he said, you know, it's kind of make your mind up time. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of was questioning my attitude. And I suppose at the time, being the age I was, I might miss an odd night training if there was a, a disc or something on or a party on. Not that I'd be a big man to go out to those things, but on occasion that time um, I would be. Yeah. So he kind of said, you've got to make up your mind now, you know, you've got to go out to the social side of the game or you want to get serious about it and get on the team. He said, you're good enough to make the team and he went been done with this thing. But he said, we've got to train hard and showing after the dedication, a lot more dedication that I was showing. So I took it from there and you know, I, I, I kind of, the one thing, I, and I'll always say to people, and, I, and I've said it, we trained very hard, but after eight or nine weeks of really hard training, the training became easy. And it became fun. Mm. When, you get so, when you get to such a, a level of fitness, you enjoy the training, mm-hmm. the games, and you know yourself you can do more and you can push yourself that bit harder. And I, I enjoyed it. But to come onto the team first and to get on the team, I remember I was walking down the road here, uh, down St. Dan's Road, going to work, and uh, there was an old man meeting me and he was a Crocs man. And he wouldn't be the biggest fan I ever had, I'd say anyway, but he, he says to me, the old team wasn't named at all, was it? I said, it was, actually. Uh, who's on it? I said, I don't know. I said, that's a picky new for a midfield. I don't know him, his name. I said, but I can tell you. I said, He's, there's, there's supposed to be changes in the team anyway. You know, that'll be the same midfield. He said, it'll be Jack on. Charlie Welch, to Shin Connor. He said, sure. You've no hope, really, sure. He said. And, and I kept walking. he said, sure, dead right. I probably have no hope. The next morning, I, I was coming down. I, I, he was looking out the gate, peeping, and I just, I got, excuse me. Excuse me. I made it. I made it. And he, he shot in the gate. I didn't see him for about four weeks <laughs> after that. So, you know, things like that. But, yeah, it was interesting. It was a great eye-opener for me. So young, I suppose, and you, 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 grew, you had to grow up fast. But I will say that the boys either around me that time were brilliant. Know the know the way they come into the team. They make a better player of you. If they saw weaknesses in you, they'd say, look, you want to work at that. You want to mm. get party, Shane, or God rest his soul. Tommy Doyle, Shani Walsh. Palmer, these are all great fellas to have around you because they'd, you have know, to see weakness on these fellas. when my heroes, mm. I was looking at these fellas in '78 when I was a carry miner, watching play, and they, they welcomed me into the team and they made me feel part of it. And as the fellow says, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. It's funny that story, Tim,
1: reminds me of like the I think it was Ambrose's words before talking about how no, it was maybe after a match, no two carry people will agree on the match the same way, or and it probably is the same in the build up. Um, there's a lot of disagreement in terms of what the team should be, what the tactics should be. Uh, but that's the beauty of it, I suppose, isn't it? Like the two of you do, do a brilliant job at it, and that you you paint a picture. And I think you'd said that as well, Ambrose yourself, that no flowery words. It's really just painting a picture of of what happens in the match.
0: Yeah, it's
1: simple language, and you know, I'd be going with Ambrose in the car, and we
0: don't agree on a lot of things. When when he'd want to turn left, I might go straight on, and I suppose that you could. There's parallels with with Gaelic football as well, and. Ambrose is his own view, I suppose. Uh, vintage wise, I suppose we'd be described as, as dinosaurs. So there's a certain <laughs> belief. There's a certain belief in, 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 in Gaelic football the way it's played, the Kerry way. But you know, if we can move it on, and we talk about where you know blanket defenses nowadays, I think a huge thing, and people are probably missing out on it, and all the the build up to the All Ireland is Jack O'Connor travelled. Jack yeah. O'Connor, you know, we we're always looking for a manager The think Kerry grew up the Kerry way. Mm. And we don't like abandon that. But his time in Kildare, I think that's a huge asset. Mm. Because he made connections with up north, Paddy Talley coming down. So the one thing, and, and, and Amber said, no, well, if Jack O'Connor can do it himself, he'll go off and get somebody else to do it. Yeah. And that's very much... I think that the whole mould of Kerry now, that's part of it. that we This scientific approach is matched with what Ambrose you know in Ambrose's era they're serious footballers you know teams after doing the four in a mm-hmm. row uh, missing out again to, to, to Offaly in 82 and you know Cork in the 83 months of final and then to come back and win mm. 84, 85, 86 bringing players like Ambrose in uh, Timmy Dowd was there wasn't he John, John Kennedy William so added to guys that we saw I think there was a substitute bench there at one stage by Kerry you guys on with three or four and them with, with 24, 24, 24 men. Yes, 20. so that's what you had to carry. but as, as Ambrose would tell you in games, and I'm sure you'll delve deeper into the, the Kerry game on Sundays, that Kerry fellas and Ambrose was no different. That if you were going out and you were in a carry, I've heard a lot from Ambrose's era that if a Kerry guy goes out he thinks and he knows that he's better new today. <laughs> so we always had that advantage of teams to be like Dr Croke's dominance here in Kerry. They always had four or five points of an advantage because the fear that's in. And that was with the Kerry way. We lost it maybe in the last decade, mm. but I think it's coming back again and coming back quite swiftly, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's it's that, it's almost <clears throat> that almost that last decade, that attitude when you see the, the sky blue Dublin jersey against Jane Croke Park in the 80s. like The, the, the Dublin lads must have hated seeing Kerry coming I mean that green and gold jersey must have been because you think of Brian someone like Brian Mullins for example and I think this is I was saying that during the week it's the first All-Ireland since Brian passed away but he must have had nightmares of those Kerry lads because I think was it 74, 78, 79 84, 85 he loses five All-Irelands to the same right. the same county which is so I mean back then
2: you had a complete utter dominance over this fixture Well we had and um, what but- again there was a fierce respect from from by Kerry for the Dublin side and vice versa for Dublin to the Kerry side Mm. both sides had fierce respect and we always were afraid of what each other could throw at us. There was always some little bit of a thing going to be put in, some little different part to our play. Some player put into the corner kind of forward, you know, I'd give him a roving role. I mean, Dublin tried to do with us with John Cairns, said I was playing John Cairns was Kevin Heffernan. Mm-hmm. God rest him, played John Cairns inside corner kind of forward and brought him out as a third midfielder. Mm-hmm. But what, what do I like? What do I say to Gerl Lynch? He says, well, that's automatic. He says, Mick, you'll stay inside. Lynch, you pick up. John Cairns and he said to Ger and he said that should be no problem Joe. you're a midfielder for Valencia anyway so that's that part of that done he says so I'll let that don't worry us anymore yeah. John Collins was this great and he was doing very well for Dublin we would a, a talk about it that's one sentence he said Joe uh, uh, Lynch you'll pick up John Collins. when he comes to midfield Mick you pick up Joe Lynch's man and it's that simple he said and, and we'll go with that but Dwyer was like and you know, we've often spoken with 17 about it Dwyard didn't pick teams to play other teams. Dwyard had a belief and he instilled didn't, didn't in us we were going to play our way and we weren't going to be worried about the opposition. If they had a tactic, like I said, about bringing John Cairns to midfield, Lynch would pick up John Cairns, that's it. There was no more about it, it was mm. one sentence. There was no, you weren't going to be looking at a video or anything else, that was the way it went. He wanted the ball going to Bam or Sheehy, Powery. He, he wanted you to play a set way. And he said, we inflict our games on people not vice versa. We don't go to line out. We go to play our own game and we're going to do that all the time. Shane,
0: that's quite funny, actually, that when Ambrose said they were not funny, in the sense, going back in 1969, John O'Keefe came out of St. Brindens as, what, 18, 19-year-old and straight into midfield I'm not sure I, I could stand corrected in this But I think it was Meath They were playing But he came on at midfield With Mick O'Connell Who was <laughs> a huge impact Of course in the 50s and the 60s One of the greatest players Of all time in Kerry And John O was his nervous young fellow, Same height as Ambrose Coming out in the middle of the field and he was asking He was asking Mick O. It was the first league game And he said um, Mick O, Who will I pick up? And he said Listen here to me Garson. Nobody We don't pick up anybody They pick us up
1: so it did tell you that was the Kerry way, <laughs> That's, you know, the, attitude, that's the attitude. It's yeah. funny. It's it feels like the Kerry team last year had a, had a similar attitude, and and there is that swagger of an All Ireland champion this year, albeit that the Mayo game was was a disappointing step backwards, but but it didn't really impact the, the season as such. Um, who who are favourites heading into this weekend? Because it, I, I don't, know, I, I can't tell.
0: Oh, like, hot favourites. Yeah. Here we go now. Here we go. Dublin would we'll be, yeah. be favourites, yeah, heavy favourites. Have
1: everything. Look the population, seven or eight points. Uh,
0: the monetary side of things. Well, they uh, well, big been uh, as well, so they'd be heavy favourites. Taller, they're, they're they're they've everything. Go look at their bench. Uh, they're seriously. Look at the size of and I, and James and I mean, There won't be heavier uh, and, uh, uh, There's people telling us uh, Shane that we won't keep the ball kicked out to them. So look, we'll always turn up to fixture. We'll never turn down. So if you ask us Whose favourites, Dublin are
1: hot favourites. But it should be a
2: right good game of football. though
1: There won't be much in it. No. It's it's set up unbelievably well, like and in all respect to to Monaghan and, and Derry, and I'm a Monaghan man myself. But I, all the neutrals certainly wanted this final. This is the the final that people would have uh, been licking their lips over. Um, do people have a maybe a short term memory when it comes to Kerry? Because all of a sudden people are pointing at the, the strength of the Dublin panel, Cluxton coming back in, Pat Gilroy coming coming in as the, the Merishka.
2: Um Are people forgetting maybe the carrier? all champions. I, I, I think you're spot on, and, 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 and that's very true for you. Now, uh, look, I have the greatest of admiration and respect for Steve Cluxton, but if I'm a young Dublin goalkeeper in Dublin, and I'm playing under-17s and I'm playing with an under-20 team, or if I'm like Evan Comerford, with all due respect, Stephen's on the wrong side of forty. Mm-hmm. It's not saying a lot to the young fellows coming on after me. Mm-hmm. So what this, t- this, this smacks to me of one desperation, we're trying to win this one at all costs, and it doesn't matter what way we do it. Pat Gilloo was involved before, very good at management, that's fine. But for me, Clarkson going, oh, he's a good goalkeeper and his kick-outs are good. But I mean, to me, it's sending out an awful message. I wouldn't like to see it happening in Kerry. I would not like to see him man of 40, 41 years of age coming to goals... And all the young fellas coming up after him saying, because Stephen will be gone after this year. Mm. So it looks to me like that they're putting all the eggs into one basket. They're going for glory. We're going to have one last cut. This is one last hurrah. We'll, they've won. They've been fantastic all Ireland champions. They've won eight, eight all Irelands, and this is the. They said there's one more in us. That's what this smacks of to me. And I think th- this is one. And that's why I, I think Kerry, but Kerry are aware of this fact as well. This is Dublin saying we're going to have a cut at this one. And forget about next year. Is that what it is, Tim? As well, like I was chatting to Daryl Canage earlier, and he was talking about
1: the fact that the the, the egos and Kerry are maybe a little bit bruised because of the Dublin six in a row, and they started to do things that only Kerry had maybe done before. Um, and even if you look at this weekend, you know you've Cluxton, Fitzsimons, and James McCarthy going for a ninth All Ireland senior medal, which is a, a unbelievable achievement if they manage to do it. Um, but is that a part of it? Is there maybe a, bit, a bruising of the ego in the last decade or so in in Kerry, because of that six in a row, maybe. Yeah,
0: I think the one that hurt most, and Ambrose would be no different when we were going for our own five in a row in in nineteen eighty two, and and come to to Offaly that time, and an Offaly team that was knocking on the door and appearing. Mm. I think the going for stopping Dublin for that five in a row it really hurt Kerry, and you know obviously with the, the pandemic after that and things happened that and if you look at it 2019 and that drawn game it's a game we could have won, mm. and we have that often have mm. that debate. Ambrose myself and the car if Tommy Walsh came on earlier. It was the one player that Kerry, or that Dublin couldn't handle. Maybe pound for pound they were better in a to right all the field, but they couldn't handle mm. handle Tommy Walsh. So there there is hurt. There's always hurt, but as Ambrose said earlier, that there's respect, but if you look at the the other side of things, I think, I was below down in Torlis in a league game, uh, commentating with Ambrose, and we were saying, and Paddy Andrews actually was beside us the same day, and we were looking at the way they set up Dublin, you know, they'll go down, like they go down underneath the Cusick stand on, on Sunday, and if nothing's happening down there, they come out to the 45, then they'll go down to the Hogan, they might try the Cusick again, but that's coming from Jim Gavin, and not Dizzy Farrell, that, they feel that if you go down an area, you think the cornerback, oh, I've done my job. They feel that someone's going to lose concentration, mm. pop the ball mm. in the Joker, pocket. Yeah. and But Kerry play that way now.
1: Yeah,
0: We did it in the last game against Derry. We tried different channels. But when somebody loses concentration, we go into the pocket and we pop it. So there are similarities when Dublin were on top to the way we play now. Mm. But as i would to tell you on any given day, at the end of the day, it's football. It's the guys that kick the ball over the bar. Uh, win games, and both sides are, are quite capable of that. But you and it's about legs in that last 10 minutes.
2: Mm. and I thought Ambrose, and you probably coming agree, off the bench, coming coming off to the be bench vital. is huge. What's mm. coming up for both sides because this is going to be a 20 men game. You know, and, and I know it's a cliche, but it's down to what comes off the bench mm-hmm. and the impact they'll have in the game. Because I figure up to the last 20 minutes, there'll be very little in this. So it's what's going to come off the bench, is going to flick this game one way or the other. Dublin are very strong coming off the bench. They're yeah. good footballers coming off the bench. Now, we, we don't have how the Kerry team as yet They'll be named tonight, later on tonight. But I mean, at the moment we have the likes of Brian League, Stephen O'Brien are brilliant coming off the bench. You know, you would have. We've lost uh, Tony Raston, who will be a loss. But the one plus factor for that is that Killian Ospillan is fitting in now. Mm. And he should be. You know, this is a game that might suit Killian with 20 minutes to go to spring him on the bench. Yeah. But I think, like Dublin. Jack McCaffrey coming off the bench. Uncle Kilkenny coming off the bench. Not bad. This is bad. And Boglory, for the if he starts not, he's going to be coming off the bench. Or else now Scully either. are. Mm. Strong. I don't know we've ever
0: gone up at all. The shame. Change, change is coming uh, off the bench. A man that we probably haven't spoken about, and and, Ambrose and I, we speak a lot because they're they the the men in charge in the middle, the refereeing job. Mm. It's very important to me he's an Ambrose played with some great footballers he was there with Mikey Sheehy and Morris Fitzy. Uh, likewise uh, the Gooch came after that but we're probably looking at the, the greatest footballer of all time and yeah, that's being honest true. he's only what 23 20. but he needs to be he needs the protection of the ref he needs the protection of umpires because there's an old saying down here in Kerry is that if you were playing a club game and it's always said when you were playing guinea Iguala don't let their best man beat you the you don't let Amber don't beat you. You don't let beat the Gooch So mm. you want to be targeted, and it's it, it's you know it's a big man's game, but it's very important that he gets protection.
2: And, and, and I mean that, and but, no fair, for, but, but mm. fair play as well. you, you putting it in, in, in a glass case and yeah, uh, yeah. it. He can take it and give hits. But don't go out the cynical stuff you know and they will double tag him. And I, if, yeah. if I was if I was Kerry and, and David Cliff's playing for Dublin, I'd be telling my defense to double tag him and let mm. him know about his own crop art. And hit him in our thump Of course you would. Yeah. And that's natural and that'll be done to him. But, but like they keep the cynical stuff out of it. But the referee needs to be able to to, to, to just to just to stop dislike as well, sir. So there's a place called stop as well. Mm. That's where I felt we'd a chat with Sean Horson, yeah. a long chat, a longer chat than we should have had. <laughs> Went into the early hours. Into the very early hours. In, in, in Claire Morris of our place, it was after the Kelly Mayo game, and Sean happened to be refereeing the, the, the Kelly Mayo game the same night, and we got stuck into him. And I got stuck into him about David Clifford, and I said, Did you feel, I says, in the All Ireland final against Galway, that you gave David Clifford proper protection? <laughs> No, there was a few pints in van. Let's get this thing straight now first. It wasn't after cops cup straight away. I, I kind of eased him into it. And he looks at me and he says, I know what you're talking about, he says, but I'll tell you something, one, about David Clifford, he says. I give him the break on occasion as well. Believe me, he says, David Clifford is well able to look after himself. He can <laughs> give as good as he gets. And I thought it was a great answer for yeah. <laughs> what yeah. I was saying. So, I mean, we know that David Clifford is no angel either. But like just let common sense prevail. What, what you don't want is to see something up. and the game being stifled because I think this has the makings of a cracking game of football. If we play, And because both sides can play open football and both sides have great football as they can play that game. Mm. I'd love to see the foot pass. i love the coming back. Like Tim, Timmy said, we're all dinosaurs. i love to see the <laughs> 60 yard pass going up the field and three kicks of a ball and we go from one little the field to the other and bang over the bar, Three-touch football. I love to see that. Yeah. It's not going to happen all yeah. the time, but let it happen a few times and I'd be, I, that, that, that would make my All-Ireland final for me. There's nothing it's, wrong with
1: dinosaurs, by the way. People love, <laughs> people love Jurassic Park, it has to be said. Shane and Ambrose mentioned it there and he,
0: lo- you know, with, with a good pass, Ambrose, 25, 30, 40 yards, you'll take two or three players out of the play mm. and you'll get that from both sides. And yeah. except, But, we, you know, everyone's on about a classic. Kerry are going to be cagey and Dubliner, but you will see phases of the game where mm. there'll be something there'll be really good scores, good scores yeah. Yeah. and good passing. So it depends where the game, but it, it's about every game now is about that last ten, fifteen yeah. minutes. Most games now seventy six, seventy seven minutes was seventy six minutes when yeah. Sean O'Shea kicked that point in, in the All Ireland semi final. So it, it, it you want to be know where you are in a different scenario, a black card, a yellow card, uh, <laughs> two yellows, and bye bye. So it, I suppose training tonight they. Pr- Every team are going to prepare for different scenarios, mm. and it's how it's game management. And and like Amber said, you can the best manager, management team in the world, but the boys inside the white lines, it's you have to think like footballers, and yeah. you'd you'd hope that you know we well, we hope it's in the Kerry way, but like I say, Dublin or or both teams, teams team. think that way. Both teams are football
2: teams. Yeah, mm. you know that they, they, they're football force. No, they may revert to different tactics and put players behind the ball but. Both the the of both teams is to play football as much as they can and the fact that there's two teams in it yeah you should have it should be a good game of football. and by
0: the way I know he's going to be watching this as well like as Amber said Sean Hurston is one of the, the top two top, riffs. top two refs in the in, in oh, the country yeah, at the minute. Yeah. So okay. he's he's. And uh, I
2: still owe you a pint, Sean, from that night in Caramares. But you're still the best referee, and I yeah. will pay you back the pint. We will. Yeah. You'll meet in Cillanis sometime. We'll right down for a game, and I will look after you. I'll pay you back the pint that you no, paid for sure. that night above. There's the pint sorted. Love love <laughs> it absolutely love it.
1: Well, did um, did Kerry get the credit they deserve for the for the Derry game? Because Derry are, you know, as a as an Ulster man myself two-time Ulster champions in a row it's not an easy thing for any team to achieve Derry have a lot of credit in the bank in Ulster um, and they play a style of football some people enjoy some people don't but like even Derry three points up at half time I think it was and and they were really stamping their authority on the game but the way in which Kerry came back into it and and looked ten minutes left Kerry's place in the championship looked at, at serious risk so I wonder did they get the, the credit they deserve for that performance
0: we were we were, and I know Ambrose going to take it from there we were queering why weren't Kerry pushing up early and this is something mm-hmm. we look for That I don't like the di- idea of Oran Lynch having the freedom of the park and he came in in the second half he got inside mm-hmm. hour 45 and he pinged a pass into the, the corner of the, the D that mm-hmm. shouldn't we should be, shouldn't be happening we pin him back but I would say and Ambrose I don't know if he'll agree he doesn't agree with me all the time <laughs> but I I thought Kerry adjusted well because Kerry were preparing for, in, in, from what I'm hearing in, in training, we don't hear a lot about their training, they had 15 behind the ball teams they were playing and they thought that Derry would go defensive. So straight away, Derry came out and they attacked. That goal was after mm-hmm. in the first couple of minutes and Kerry had to adjust. So yeah. they took up a lot of pressure and then I thought they were you know, getting more into it, Would you agree? Yeah,
2: I, I, just one game, and, I, I, and this is dead honest to it. I, I agree with Tomás Osh, Roche, what he said. He said, look, the better team lost. We were pox-lucky in that, number one, there was, Derry had four or five very, very bad misses. Mm. Now they should have gotten, They should have backed themselves. Yeah. But it's the one thing that if Derry had a weakness that day, was that had six forwards that backed themselves. The only one that backed themselves was McGuigan. Yeah. They had dead forwards with scoring chances, and they didn't take it. They took the extra pass, and when they took the shot, then it was hit with more in hope than positivity or anything like that. Then, I mean, you can remember Tony Rastin came on, he kicked the ball into the goalie's hands. It was, it was a, a, no, a miss kick for like by yeah. Tony, and he came down the field. It was a brilliant save by Shane Ryan. Mm-hmm. If that went into the net, now that was it. I'm, I think that's to me his save of the year for two things because it was hit like a bullet, and he got a hand on it. And mm-hmm. the, he got one hand, it wasn't two handed, he got one hand strong on that. Hand. It was a strong hand to stop that going into the net. I thought it was a brilliant save by Shane Ryan, and I think if, if that went into the net, we would. It was, and what we didn't, what I didn't, what what stuck me about Derry, I was enjoyed the game, by the way, mm. I mean, as much as carried under the cash. But Derry when like it was. It, it, it was like the old Jimmy Guinness for Donegal, and was last and, and his predecessor in, in, in Derry. But I mean, when you when they when they attacked us, they attacked us in droves, but they attacked us with pace. Mm. And I always say that, and I, people stick me this to the commentary when you attack at pace. You have defence under pressure straight away. That's why there's lateral passing over and back. Uh, everybody's trying to get in position everything else. But you go direct, and Derry Wint directed us. And they had us on the back foot, and they had us on the ropes. But then the plus, anyway, Tim is right, what he said. it's a, we, we showed great character. Mm. We kept our nerve and kept our cool. But now, then again. We had sheer brilliance from David Clifford. Yeah. That was the best performance. He's I pretty good seen. at football, apparently. But I'll I tell you, it was the best performance I've seen. I played in the go through semi finals. Mm. It was the best performance I've seen by a Kerry player in an all in semi final because our backs were to the wall mm. and David Clifford had to take us out of a hole because without David Clifford, Derry would have won comfortably. Mm.
0: And that's it, yeah. And uh, Jack O'Connor did, it in a, I did a, a, a post match interview with him, but he was saying that. David Clifford went to a level, not saying that he didn't expect it, but he went to a level where he's never seen a player. It's yeah. like he looked up at the clock and he said, what's left in it? I need to win this game. Mm. Or we need to win this game. And, you know, when we speak, and Amos and myself, I think we, we were commentating on it, in the, they call it the junior premier, but the standard is very high in Kerry mm. at that level. Fossa beat Lestroy on their way to the, the All-Ireland series or the Munster series. But I thought it was the best game of football I ever see David Clifford I know we've seen a lot of, in the county level and all the cameras are there but I thought the game against Lestroy where he kicked 2-12 and it was a horrible day in in, in Fitzgerald Stadium weather wise but he kicked a sick point from underneath the terrace side and it, the ball just left right and over the black all I'm saying is he gra- grasped that game in the same way as he did the game and he's the one player and he's to me he's the one player In the country That can actually do it mm. If you say A one man can change things He can Because a lot of players we, In the past we've seen They're fine if the team is level Or maybe four that's or five right. points up But this fella can do it when we're four or five points down mm. And that that's and that's how special he is well, And he had to do it, to do it. Yeah, yeah. There But there's, player, there's there players didn't. That had to do it in the past But they and couldn't they do it But he's up. quite capable yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's something that, that we look at. He look, we're so fortunate. He could have been born in Dublin as well. Shane, we've been in right trouble because his late mom and dad. I think that's they worked in Dublin. They worked in Dublin. Yeah, um,
2: Department of Justice. Yeah. and the Department. But uh, yeah, he's 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 something special. Um. And to raise to the standard that um, he is. Yeah. I mean, the last their mom this year. But yeah, yeah. No, she was a that. fierce GA woman. Yeah great woman. She was yeah. Farmer Secretary Kerry Supporters Club one time before she got ballot. She's steeped in GA tradition as well. I mean, you know, and for, for them, like, that was a huge loss, that woman. You know, she made a fierce battle for life. She wanted to cling to life. She, she saw her sons win the, the All Ireland Junior with, with, with Fossa. She saw them winning All Ireland with Kerry. But I mean, you know, this is a woman like that, to me, like, is, is, was brilliant to them. And it's very close to the two boys mm. they were very close still, and,
0: and the natural they're progress they're still grieving of yeah. course and, yeah. we, we must look, and we take uh, you know we take a lot for granted but they're, they're young men and mm. uh, that was probably the first major loss you know so, in, in their life yeah. so and let's hope that the next one will be way down the line but I'm only just saying and they're still like to, to be able to go out in the final yeah. that weekend and, and put on a performance and that that that's something that I liked about Kerry this year that you know I think it was the best thing in the world that happened. We were beaten by Mayo, and probably the worst thing in the world that happened, Mayo. At Mayo when yeah. you know when we were beaten by Mayo and He's Killarney, sure. but anything and Marmus have been to all those games. We I mean, we went out, we had, played clear under emotional circumstances, mm. just blew me the pressure. Then they were saying Louth taking Mayo to point, and likewise Cork, uh, making it very difficult. So they went out, and they put him away. Mm. We were asked then about Tyrone. We all about the physicality, the intensity, everything that happened just in the pandemic when we played them, and the COVID card was played. Uh, we went out and we put them away with rootlessness. Mm-hmm. So I'm th- my wh- my point is I think anything that was asked of Kerry this year they yeah, gave I'm it. Home. But mm-hmm. uh, look, tomorrow our sorry Sunday is going to be a different. And
2: game. And the game. Mayo game as well. People dwell in the Mayo game, and they actually in indirect way they taught us they were training. True. Yeah. That they were five weeks behind, and people just you know it went in one year not the other. But if you just think about it you now in hindsight, they had been late coming back to training. They had enjoyed year as Ireland Champions, they had a fantastic team trip. So they were lacking that little bit and they trained through the Mayo game. Mm. And speaking to them after the players, none of them were overly worried about the result of the Mayo game. Mm. They felt they were tired and they were in a place and they had a belief from the backroom team that, look, we need at least another three or four weeks of this, um, this hard training to get us up to the level of those Mayo boys and of the Dublins and all the rest of it. And they believed and they bought into it. And fair play to the you know, Jack we get great credit and everything else, and rightly so all the players. But our backroom staff, our fitness and conditioning and, and all those boys have done a great job as well because you could see game by game by game they got better and better and better. I thought against Tyrone, first day I saw them really match fit. Mm. They were match sharp. And they had to be match sharp against against Derry. Fitness didn't count against Derry either, like you know it didn't cost us. We were as fit as Derry. Mm. So from that point of view, I think you know, Jack is doing a great job with managing. Of this, but we have a good backroom staff. You, you, you relate to Tell me about the bias he has, the backroom staff he has got in.
1: And oh, It is making a difference. There's one thing, Daryl Dara Darrow uh, said to me earlier. Uh, we can talk back and forth about matchups and how they're going to mark Clifford and all the rest. At half three on Sunday, the ball is going to be thrown in, and none of the talk will matter. So before we finish, lads, I'm going to have to get predictions from you both how you see the game going maybe a, a margin of, of victory either way so maybe Tim start with yourself is it heart or head or how are you feeling
0: yeah look the heart is always going to say Kerry that's mm. what you know we wear the, the sleeve uh, the utmost respect for Dublin they've been favourites um, and I mean that you know things that it like Ambrose mentioned you know the bench is serious but There's different similarities. Uh, Well, we haven't had similarities as far as last year was concerned. In the first round of the McGrath Cup, Jack put out the strongest Mm. team possible. We ran through. I think we only conceded one goal in the whole season. Uh This time we scored, conceded a a number of uh, Mm. against against Mayo. So, you know, it was that kind of season. But it was all about he he threw back in the players. Jack, Mm. have you the hunger to put a back to back? And I think that hunger is seriously there. And if it's an if word. The rootlessness needs to be there that we had against Tyrone, and we mentioned about Derry. As Amber said, did the better team lose? I think the answer to that question was going to be answered on Sunday because mm-hmm. did they get to a certain stage of the game? They said we're going to pull away here, and look, margin's are going to be very tight, and what have you. But I'd hope that you know for fifty minutes that this this will be nip and tuck between the two sides, and I would hope. Young legs. It's very hard. I know. A fellas going for nine all Ireland medals. That's a difficult thing as well. If you're depending on you, you, mentioned Stephen Cluxon The one thing Stephen Cluxon won't be coming out to the forty-five the next day, no. Ambrose. No. So that's good. I and that I feel that there'll be always two inside forwards playing, and it's going to be dangerous. You won't see Cluxon coming out if David Clifford inside the edge of square and everybody leaves him. Uh, I'd be hope. I'd settle for a pint, and I hope it'll be a pint. And I think I think we're playing for something more than the pride of Kerry football. We're playing for. Probably one of the best footballers of all time, that him and his brother and his family had a very tough year, mm-hmm. and I think all the players have rallied behind that,
1: and I think that want and that need and that hunger will get Kerry over the line. That's a good point, isn't it, Ambrose? As well, that the you know the back to back is a is an illustrious thing to do. I don't think Kerry have done it since what 06, 07 was maybe the best, last last oh, back to back.
2: 85. and
1: of course that time as well. That's
2: the last time we've done it, I think. Uh, oh, 6 7 6 7 But like, that's still a long uh, for, yeah, for a team yeah, like Kerry yeah, still a long gap yeah.
1: So like it, that's another I guess carrot On the end
2: of the stick uh, Ambrose as well So how do you see The, the game going? I, yeah, I'd, I'd go along with him He's going to be nip and top For for 15 minutes Hopefully it's going to be Good open football What comes off the bench Is, 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 is going to be critical uh, I, I'd be looking for, for Killian's plan If he doesn't start When he comes off the bench I think he's good for uh, He's always good for Two three points Against Dublin for me, midfield is going to be huge. Mm. Huge because I, I actually do think we probably have the best footballer, you know, near enough of our times inside in, 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 in with David Clifford. But I think Dublin have one of the really, really brilliant midfielders yep. of past and present. I think Fenton to me is a gem. He's a fantastic fielder. He, he makes Dublin tick. And what I look into, he's so animated this year. And James McCarthy, by the way. After every game, they never show that animation up to now. Mm. Round, they've won the eight or nine All-Ireland medals. But this year, of all those, that, that fire's in their eyes, the clinching the fists. I think we'll go to the wire. I do, I, I, I do think that if we can break 50-50, and that's all we need to do, mm. not 60-40, if we can break 50-50, Dermot O'Connor has to have the game of his life. Yeah, The best game so far. He's had good games. He has to have the game of his life next Sunday. And Jack Barry has to be rowing in alongside him. People saying to me, our oh, midfield doesn't matter. It does matter. They were brilliant against their own. They were. Yeah. they were. So, I mean, they've got to repeat that and even better because the, the ante is going to be upped and upped. Now, Derry's midfield pairing were a good midfield pairing. Yeah. Connor Glass and, 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 and Rogers. Rogers are two good midfielders as well. So, I'd be hoping that you know, Dublin, Dublin, Dublin are as big, better to me that definitely is good, if not better, than the, than the Derry player. So we're going to have to up the ante there. We struggled there against Derry. Mm. And as a, as a result, we, the scoreboard showed it as well. But I think if we can break 50 50 and the 2x70 game of their lives, Kerry just don't write off a replay. Because I think it's that close. Okay. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'd be looking at, I'd be looking at, at as I said, if all midfield can play better than what they played so far. And mm. that's a big ask in itself. Our backs, are, I'd be sorry enough for our backs. Or forwards with with David Clifford, he'll bring the players into it. But then I'd be saying a point for me if if our midfield delivers. Yeah.
0: Shame before you you leave just for yourself. We're obviously we're uh, on a, a I suppose a regular basis. We watch and what a brilliant uh, sports off, uh, yeah off the, off ball, the ball is yeah. uh, for 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 getting it out there broadcasting. It sh- looks div- divisive up there that I I see that the likes of yourself and Joe Gilroy be pro carry. Is there is a very divisive from contributors, stroke, or the presenters? Then that it's it's a real Dublin Four job,
2: is it?
1: There can be, there can be definitely now. There's no, there's no whisper in the air. There's no definite message from above as it to who we have to be, for.
2: to be. What's his name again? She uh, with me.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, we did, can't think yeah. of his name. You're thinking of Anthony
1: Miles, I think. Oh, that's the, that's the yeah, man yeah. we're yeah. thinking of, of course. Uh, you
0: yeah. reckon we were blowing hot and cold? And uh, I hopefully, in the commentary, if it'll go our way the next day, rather than saying, What do you think of that, Joe Brawley? What do you think <laughs> of that, Anthony Miles?
1: <laughs> well, from a Kerry perspective, hopefully that's what you're saying at the end of the full-time <laughs> whistle. Yeah. Anthony, you to
2: see us at all, if you want <laughs> to hear from us. Straight
1: <laughs> down the road, flags down the whole lot. Well, listen, people can uh, obviously, there'll be updates and Off The Ball across the game, but if, you're, if, you, if you want as well, the lads will be giving their usual colourful commentary on, on Radio <laughs> Kerry, if you want to tune in to, to Ambrose Rosa Donovan and, and Tim Moynihan on Radio Kerry. So lads, brilliant chatting with you down in Killarney. Uh, I've enjoyed my time up down here so far. I'm going to have a couple of pints in the town tonight and Really soak up the, the pre-All Ireland atmosphere. So thanks a so million to you both. OTB AM, the sports breakfast show from Off the Ball.